What's going on, everybody? And welcome back to another episode of Woken Broke. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Yes. Happy back. New Year. Welcome back. <laughs> I feel like it's been forever. <laughs> it's been a little while, it's you know. It's been a minute. It's been a minute a for bit, sure. A little bit. A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> But we're, we're here now, so yes. all is well. <laughs> all Happy is well. Happy 2019. I missed y'all. I missed y'all too. What's new? What y'all been up to? I knew you were going to sing that. I knew it. That's from Babs, right? I think so. No, I I think it is from Babs. Yes. (laughs) Yes, because she sings Heavy D. She sings Heavy D. Up in the restaurant and sings that song. It's been too long. (laughs) I need that movie in my life. High key. Yes, me too. (sighs) What's new, y'all? What's going on? You know, chilling like a villain up in here, you know, mm-hmm. living my best life. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to at least. We went back to school, but we had a whole two days of a snow day and it was so divine. Like, <laughs> I really want two more, but you know, I'll take what I can give. We have Martin Luther King next week. So, mm, yes. There we go. But it's been good. I just been. Resting and just, yeah, just resting, getting my mind right and my body right. Yes. For the new year. So, thanks. What about y'all? Um, I have just been trying to get myself together, um, just focusing on things that are important to me, like my health. Mm-hmm. and improving that and making sure that I'm doing everything that I need to do to be the healthiest and strongest version of myself. I've done something important uh, with my diet. I've given up juice and soda. Y'all already gave it up. I didn't didn't give it up. It's so hard to do, but it's like so worth it. But it just be like Damn. Right. You do miss that that flavor. <laughs> yeah. That taste and that flavor. You really do. <laughs> if only it just wasn't so bad for you. Right. I got some um some alternatives, but it, like y'all said, ain't nothing, you know, like the original. Right. And so uh, I'm I'm giving it up. Like so I ain't gonna say I'm never gonna have it again, but for a very long time mm-hmm. I'm completely giving up. So Maybe maybe I might have another sip around my birthday. I don't know. So we, we have to see. <laughs> right. Now, I'm, I'm in. A, I'm in. A, I'm on a journey. I'm in a process. I'm trying to, you know, get it together. Getting rid of unnecessary sugar. Yes. Get ready to start back exercising at least at least three times a week and just eating a lot of greens, all types mm-hmm. of vegetables, mm-hmm. um, just all types of good healthy stuff, lean proteins and things like that. So I'm really trying to, you know, be transformational in this new year. And I'm yes. ready for all yes. I want I'm all the smoke. Yes. yes. And I've been <laughs> seeing your shit. Right. According <laughs> to your IG, you've been on it. Like, Cooking down. Now just be watering. Like, <laughs> you know, you got to, uh, look, if you going to do healthy stuff, you got to make it look and taste uh, good. Bomb is Real. That is so real. Like, but you just, like, your posts just remind me that, like, you can have, like, really good quality, healthy food. Like, mm-hmm. the more yeah. color, the better. And mm-hmm. just, it was just looks mad flavorful like 
And you know it is because Michael made it, so you know it's flavorful. <laughs> Ass <laughs> I just know, like, damn, he can put a salad in three carrots, and I've been right. <laughs> like, Michael, you fucked up the salad. Like, three ass carrots and one cucumber. Like, uh, I'm like, it's just beautiful. like, it was beautiful. Yeah. And then I just know it tasted good. And I'm just like, so proud. <laughs> And then Thank I look you. at my plates and I'm like, bitch, you gotta do this. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, what is that? <laughs> uh, I've been saying this though, you need a whole ass cookbook. Like now. for like, real. Just, for real. For real. Yeah, I'm like make a um I was thinking about it too, like just making like maybe a small like cookbook for recipes. Mm-hmm. Still still good ass food, but Really being as you know as healthy as possible with the selection, so I might yeah. I might just do that. Yeah, go ahead, get your blessings, bro. Mm, get your blessings. <laughs> and baby daddy bought me an air fryer, y'all, and it's been like the best thing on this earth. Mm-hmm. Like, I recommend everybody purchasing an air fryer. I want one. It's, just, it's the best. Like literally, it's the best. Like. It'd be crispy, uh, crunchy. Crispy, <laughs> you hear me? Crispy, like I made like chicken breast on it, bomb, shrimp, mm-hmm. bomb, like, bomb, like in the no time, like you know that. Set it, forget it. It's mm-hmm. like that too, like you know, like that bitch in that. Do your thing, yeah, like yeah. everything just hits, like. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I like, want. We made some wings last night in it. Quit mad crispy. Like, <laughs> wow. It was just, it was just good. Like, I don't know. Jesus and his disciples made an air fryer. Ain't that it? They brought that down from the heavens. Ain't that it? It was just divine. It's just the best investment I think anybody could make. Like, I'm gonna have to get one. And my rice cooker. I love a good rice cooker. I need a rice cooker too. Because, yes, a bitch be tired of doing all this fluffing and waiting and making sure that the water is right. Mm -mm, Bitch. No. (laughs) Mama was like, all you gotta do, put a little water. This is a, don't nobody wanna Mm -mm. read my minute bag. (laughs) Yes. Because we're tired yes. of crunching on uncooked rice. Yes. You right. think we ain't tried your way, girl? It ain't working mm-mm, for us. Mm-mm. And we're just like, this bitch was on sale for $20. Like, I'm not walking away from this rice cooker. Like, right. It's like, yeah, baby, you don't walk away. You can get rice cooker and you can get in the basket. <laughs> uh, now, bitch, can buy them cheap-ass bags and rice. Like, right. Brown rice, I still buy for two. Best thing I saw rice cooker, air fryer, get you one. It doesn't even matter the brand, just get you one. Just get it. Yes, it's an investment. Get it. Ain't that it, Jesus? (laughs) I do feel like a bougie bitch because people look at me like, ooh, like, well, bitch, get you one. I'm gonna have to give me one. For real. Yes, I'm definitely gonna get one. High ass bottles, I should say, because I'm a cheap bitch. We used to <laughs> black heart, yes. dollars a bottle. Show the fuck did and got Ooh. fucked up. I still, I can, my soldier shit. <laughs> Me too. Like, oh. <laughs> Brittany, <laughs> Brittany was shit. She have us drinking that shit warm Ooh. in the car. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> but we got <laughs> fucked up and we had a good fucking time. <laughs> I can smell right now. I can taste it. I yes. Had alcohol mm. in nine months, and I can smell like I can smell the black heart right now. Like, yes. I think it's something that's gonna forever be in my pores. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. In my grave. That just, shit don't go away. Just put a little black heart to the side of me because it's just going to be with me forever. Mm. <laughs> mm. Memories. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> what about you, John? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Um, well, you know, I took off uh, in between, you know, leaving my old job and starting my new one. Mm-hmm. And so I took a lot of time to just like reflect, of course, and prepare. Um, you know, we had our vision board party, which was on the fifth, and it was really, really good. Everybody came yes. and made their vision boards, and then we all got up and like uh, just went over our goals and stuff, so we can hold each other accountable. So that was really good. Um, and I started my new position on Friday. I went in to like do paperwork and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was really good. Like I have uh, my own office. Everything is like really nice. The people are really sweet. Um, the facility is smaller, um, but it's like, and it's mostly women. I think it, if I can recall, it's maybe like five or six men in out of the like 46 people that's in the um in the facility, but like it's really, it's really nice. Patient? Yeah, as far as residents, uh huh. Uh, but yeah, like it, it, it's been amazing so far. Um, so now I'm just ready to, you know, train and learn everything that I have to have to do and stuff, and then go from there. Um, uh, beyond that, I made a new budget because I'm in a whole nother place financially <laughs> so right. gotta make a new budget and figure out where this money is gonna go um i'm definitely trying to or i'm going to learn how to invest more properly um so that this money can start working for me and i can build that generational wealth wealth that i've been talking about yeah. and shit because a bitch cannot I, I i do not want my children to have to go through the shit that I went through to figure out how to use this money. Like, you know what I mean? I don't right, right. don't make the same mistakes I did, you know, just... I mm. just want to hit the lotto, but yeah, I feel you, friend. Oh, Lord. I mean, <laughs> blessings rain Listen, down upon us, because for real. <laughs> please, please do. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, like, I got sick a little bit in, in between that time or whatever, but... I bounced back because you know that's what a bad bitch do, and yeah. <laughs> and now we here, you know. And now we back for the the new year, episode mm-hmm. one. <laughs> yes. But love yeah, it, love it. yeah, I'm glad y'all got y'all guys had like a really good break and stuff. Um, and I know y'all ready to start the year off like yes. right. So I do have to say, I also went to like shout out to my baby daddy because we went to we finished our birthing class mm, mm. as well. And not I'm mm-hmm. apparently not a lot of men go if you're not like married. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, um, and so we were the only like unmarried couple there. Mm-hmm. And so like, I just wanted to like kudos to him because I know his ass didn't want to fucking go. But <laughs> right. he fucking went for me. And so like, I just really appreciate it because even my brother was like, 
Man, shout out to that nigga because I was just hoping <laughs> my baby mama wouldn't make it. I'm like, damn. What the fuck? Like, <laughs> this laugh real quick. So uh-huh. like, I just had to throw that out there real quick. Shout yeah. out. Yeah, it's Thomas winding down, friend. You get, know, you getting excited tomorrow? I'm scared as fuck, but you know we're gonna make it. We're gonna make it. It's gonna be great. Yeah, because the lab- just the labor and delivery just gives me anxiety. Like mm. it's gonna be amazing. Whole baby is just a lot. Like it's gonna be amazing. It's gonna be beautiful. Yes. And she's so y'all just pray on up for sister. Like yes. seven weeks to go. So you got this. It's got in the bag. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I'm just, I'm just more excited to have like my forever little friend. Like, mm-hmm. and I just hope she has my personality, and we just both can't sing, and we singing in the car like <laughs> all the songs, and like you know. But I hope she can sing better than me. But she just doesn't judge her mama for her. Voice. Right? Like, yes. Yes. Like, ooh, mama. Like, you just. <laughs> mm, who sing this? Let them sing. I want to say that to me, like. <laughs> so don't be teaching y'all out there listen don't be teaching my baby none of them habits <laughs> I want us to just vibe together sing together yes you know? resonation it's been too long let's <laughs> be like see it's you I'm just singing that to her <laughs> she, like, she gonna love it too she, she gonna be bopping she gonna be bopping so yeah that was that I just had to shout him out real quick no for sure for sure uh, well let's move over to our shout out segment black brilliant and beautiful since we're yeah. speaking about shout outs yeah. um this week i wanted to make sure to shout out all of our amazing listeners for helping us reach 1.5 thousand streams <laughs> you know we growing out here we, we reaching we reaching reaching up here in numbers and so like the more y'all listen and support the more we're able to do um so definitely keep doing that make, make sure we in rotation share it with your friends and everything and and send us emails. Make sure to send us messages and show your support for the show. All that good stuff because we love to hear from y'all and we want to get to know y'all like y'all are getting to know us. So, yeah. Yes, yes, Thank you. yes. And then also, I wanted to shout out Marvel Comics for Spider-Man Into the Multiverse. Now, I don't know if y'all have seen this movie. I don't know if it was even on y'all's radar because it is an animated film. However, this is the blackest movie. It's so good. Like, (laughs) they did it so well. Like, it... They did. They did. I did, but, like, I... You know what? My students ain't shit because... Hey, virtual field trip mm-hmm. where we got to explore like how they made it, like see the characters, mm-hmm. like and all that. And they was just looking mad bored, and Ugh. I was like mad excited. Like I don't even watch like a lot of like I don't even know, but mm-hmm. it, the shit looked good. It it's was so a black good. Spider Man. Yes, like, it's so good. That. Like it touches on confidence, you know, and it touches on like the family dynamics and like when like your your parent falls out with their sibling or you know stuff like that, and oh, they don't want really? you to have a relationship. Yeah, it's it touches wow. on so many things, you know, or being smart and like getting flued out into a new school and shit. You know what I'm saying? It touches on. Mm-hmm. A whole bunch of a whole bunch of little shit. Like it was really good, really impactful. Isn't the dad real? 
I don't know. I said Bird Box. That's the most recent thing. But yeah, like, let me look it up because you I know I don't want to be wrong. That's he plays the dad mm. of Spider Man. He's the voice of the dad. Mm. Probably. I, I want to say that's correct, but I can't remember. Let me look. So I'm thinking like, oh, I can't. Th- why can't I think of what else he's in? Like I just had real. He got a whole show. He got a whole, his own whole show, but what people wouldn't. Most likely, you know, know him for right. He, uh, I know he was in the Carmichael's. Mm-hmm. Was is it called the Carmichael's? The car, yeah, with the the show with um, I don't remember. I don't even think I ever saw the Carmichael's, but I know. I think he good. was. I think he was in it though. Lil but, Real is what they is his stage name. I don't know. I don't. What was the show? Uh, oh, the Carmichael show, yeah. With uh, he was in Get Out. He was the friend in Get Out. I don't know if he was the daddy. Did I make that up? I could have totally made that up. It's the uh, it's the the Brian uh Henry Brian Henry from um from Atlanta is the daddy. Okay. You know, uh, paper boy. <laughs> oh, that, okay. I got my black men. Yeah. <laughs> really good movie so if y'all haven't seen it definitely go out and support it make sure you go see it take your kids hell if you ain't got no kids go by yourself because that shit is really good yes yes i love that it's like good reputation like we deserve Mm -hmm. to see ourselves as um superheroes too yes i'm glad we're taking it further like outside of the black panther and we just Moving on, yes. taking, taking over, expanding, expanding, expanding. expanding. <laughs> right. It's yes. So good. So good. So good. So good. Mm. I wanted to shout out the women of Delta Sigma Theta. Happy Founders Day. Yes. Happy Founders Day. Years in the game. <laughs> Happy Founders Day, friend. <laughs> Thanks, friend. Thanks, y'all. Shout out to the Reds. <laughs> you can't turn up right now, but you know no, what? In a few few weeks. <laughs> I was like, I got some cran pomegranate in there, some cran mango. I may mix it up, make a little red, a little, yes. little red juice. <laughs> make y'all a little punch and keep on going. Punch. <laughs> Me and my baby have our own little punch. Yes. Straight turn up. That's cute. Happy Founders yes. Day. Thanks, friend. I did see like Patty, but on the eleventh, mm-hmm. it was like uh, Alphas. Today's officially. Oh you know, yeah, one one one. One nine, and I was like, oh, this is so petty. <laughs> Who did this? And in my head, I was like, one, one, one nine. I was like oh, that's cute. Like, I get it. You know, she'd be sweeping like so easy on social media. Like, uh, yes. 
I looked at it and I just shrugged it off. And then the fact that I kept scrolling and seeing it more and more and more, I was like, these motherfuckers. <laughs> like, he just came. Well, because at first when I saw it, I was like, but their day has passed. Yes. Like, the day has December. like, I'm so confused. And then I had to say it, say mm-hmm. the numbers to myself. Alphas do what the fuck they want to do. That's what it is. <laughs> Alphas but that's do. what I love about our people in general. We take anything and make it like something yes. mad funny. Like, yes, real shit. Just the shit that you just see on social media. You're like, Yes. (laughs) last summer or whatever last august i started like coming back or whatever and it's like i never left like i were it reminded me exactly why the fuck i was there everybody is funny like literally black twitter is the best thing to ever happen to this world like for real literally everybody is funny everything is good like i just i just be like this is what it's all about like you know what i mean if you're looking for joy jump on twitter like because you will find it like it's right you'll find it i think for me like because it had been so long Mm. like i didn't know who to follow like i follow the same people oh you do Mm -hmm. the same people everybody from college everybody's still the same still talking the same shit (laughs) like (laughs) maybe that's what i just need to yes because mm-hmm. I just be like follow everybody follow I all the, the people that you like you know and uh, like the celebrities that you like and shit because they be tweeting shit too like it's it's just the best place ever okay mm-hmm. I might have to I gotta get back in the swing of it so yes yes <laughs> reconnected with the Twitter Twitter world Twitter world Twitter world <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, let's move over to our main topic segment, the vents. And this week, Danny, you got it down, packed. So take it away. So this is going to be kind of like a little bit of a heavier week. Just a little bit, just Mm -hmm. a little bit. Um, Because I know you guys have been fully aware of what's been going on these past couple weeks in the media conversation regarding R. Kelly. Mm. And I really just wanted to dive into this and have a conversation with you guys about it because it's just been heavy on my heart. Mm -hmm. And so first I wanted to ask, like, have you guys seen? I've seen it. Yes. I have not seen it yet, but Uh I I mean, I feel like I have the gist of it without a doubt. Mm -hmm. Full-blown commentaries. Okay. So what were your so I say that to to ask like what were your initial feelings like because if you're if you're tuning in I'm sure it's like been a topic of discussion like mm-hmm. in the past week and a half so I know like our listeners have either seen it or they definitely know a lot about it right you know, yes. like, yeah. like a six a six part um, series that um, within three nights that Lifetime had played um, and it just kind of really dived into um, the accusations of um, R. Kelly and it had a lot of interviews from 
um, the survivors as well as some of his family members, yes. like um, his brothers and people in the entertainment world and their take on it. And they actually um, interviewed a lot of um, therapists and psychologists and stuff yes. like that. And um, even journalists who were involved as well with kind of like that background. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ooh, initial feelings. Oh, okay. So it was rough for mm-hmm. me. Like, I think they did a really great job because um, they started out with his background, like his story, right. you know, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it was easy for me. It was easy to see what went wrong. Like, you know what right. I mean? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. It, it was easy to see what went wrong. And I, it makes me sad for him, mm-hmm. you know, because he was you know, abused as a child and then didn't get the help he needed in order to recover from that. Wow, you know what wow. I'm saying? And and so that part of it made me sad, but then realizing the extent of the things that he did and continues right. to do, it's mm-hmm. like, mm, okay, after so long, you gotta, you have to, your ignorance or you, you not going and getting your healing out of whatever you know, right. your reasoning may be can't be the excuse. Like, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. It can't be the exactly. excuse because you're hurting so many families. Like, not Absolutely. only not only the victims, but the families that are attached to, to these victims as well. You know what I mean? And your family. And yes, your, your family wife, too. Your children, uh-huh. your, your siblings and people who, you know, uh, are yeah. related to you and, and people know, know that they are related to you so right right you're impacting so many lives and you don't see the problem you don't see it as an issue and so much so to the point to where you're continuing to do it to this day you know what i mean and um they did make it a point to like keep saying like you know well he is a musical genius he's a musical genius you know but and if that's great, you know, because I mean, everybody done bopped to some R. Kelly music, you know what I mean? Right, we done bumped right, and grind right. and shit, you know what I mean? But and he got some hits, and that's great. That's that's your gift that you got from God. But you also have right. some demons too, bitch. Some demons right. that you need to work through. You know what I'm yeah, saying? And absolutely. you, instead of having it, it also kind of sheds a really interesting light onto what goes down in the music industry you know what i'm saying saying how many things are pacified how many Uh things are are yes how many people are enabled by their circles you know what i'm saying and all because of checks you know what i'm saying all because of the check everybody all money is not good money no y'all don't have to answer for that too i think for me like and a lot of, I think what bothered me the most about like people on social media and like even people that I know is just like, we've been knowing that R. Kelly was like this, like mm-hmm. why y'all, why y'all late? Why y'all just don't care? I honestly did not know the extent of it. Mm-mm. I really did not. Mm-mm. I had no idea. We was kids. We were kids. At that point, like in 2008, because I want to say that's when, um, he finally went to trial, correct? Mm. But it was like five years before that is when 
the case started or mm-hmm. something like that. It was like several, several years before that. Mm-hmm. I was still in my B2K stage back then, baby. Right, like, yes. I wasn't checking for R. Kelly. I wasn't in the news like that, you know. Right. I did. I was aware of the whole situation with him and Aaliyah, but I really didn't understand that. And then when I heard about the video, I think I just thought it was too isolated events. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that he was grooming young girls, that he mm-hmm. was picking up girls from high school, that he was going to the mall to pick up young girls. Like, right. Because, you know, the mall is a young girl's playground. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, once mm-hmm. I seen that he was going to the mall, I was like, oh, shit. Intentionally like, going to places that he knew. Intentionally going mm-hmm. to the mall. Because even they were like, what's R. Kelly doing at the mall? Right. To pick up y'all. To pick up y'all. Yes. Only bitches hanging around malls like that is 14-year-old girls. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just the truth of the matter. So I think that was like th- that part was really, really shocking to me. And it was mm-hmm. just like I knew immediately that even though I didn't know this prior to watching this, once I heard like to the extent that he was going, mm-hmm. I was like, he because there's a reason people do the shit that they do. Oh, absolutely. So I yeah. knew that he had to have been molested as a child. Like I just knew, like mm-hmm. as soon as this was unraveling and then when it came out, I was like, well duh, like you a lot of people, not that it's an excuse, because I don't think that's that doesn't justify you doing what you're doing. Right. Does it make sense? Right. Absolutely. But mm-hmm. it doesn't there's a lot of people who were unfortunately touched as children who are not acting I mean, you know, mm-hmm. going out and seeking children to prey on. Right. Like, you yes. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They're trying to cope and find strength in other ways. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? They're not making other kids their victim and continuing the cycle. Yes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I just, that was kind of like my initial like feelings. Like just really just sad for him and like, mm-hmm. then I didn't know his ass couldn't read. Like, like Right, I didn't know he couldn't read either. Reading right, like or he could, but it was definitely like a struggle. Like, I'm guessing he couldn't read beyond a certain grade level. Like I probably third or fourth mm-hmm. if it's that bad like the way they say you know what I mean right like and then also like what really also made me feel terrible was the comments you know after everybody started posting about it on Facebook and stuff like that on social media reading people's comments like especially like people from you know this area cause he from mm-hmm. Chicago reading what people from this area would say about the matter and the fact that they like, well, where was they parents? You should have been focused on the parents and da, 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 da. And that's true too. You know what I mean? That is, that's true too. To to blame. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But I'm like, you can't. Yeah, he was having these motherfucking parties and picking the youngest girl in the party and shit. Like, you know, he was doing this. He was the one that was recording him having sex with underage girls and all of this stuff. He was doing that. You know what I mean? Yes, the parents should have known where they motherfucking kids were, you know, but at the same, it's everybody's fault because the community was was aware and nobody did anything to stop it because y'all wanted y'all's music and y'all Exactly. may have been getting paid off or whatever like you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. y'all was reaping benefits you know for from R. Kelly being in y'all's community so it's like it, it just it saddens me you know what I mean to see how people will cape for somebody you yeah. know even know even knowing that they 
are mistreating and abusing your own. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like it, it just it it is crazy to me because had he been a white man doing that, you know what I'm saying? Ooh. Had he been a white man, what effects would that have on you? You know what I mean? Whole, and I'm so glad that you say that because sometimes I think of like I think about the victim. If the victim was a different color, mm-hmm. what? we know what would happen. Mm-hmm. R. Kelly would be buried underneath the damn prison. Oh, but yeah. Then, when we think of from our, the people that have R. Kelly's back, if this was a white man mm-hmm. preying on little black girls who could see if it was a Robin Thicke mm-hmm. or a John B, mm-hmm. it would still be a whole situation. It would be a whole situation. Yes. They wouldn't let that shit go. Mm-hmm. But they start, like, people are blaming the victims. Well, you know, the girls, they shouldn't have been fast. They was being fast and da-da-da-da. He was going and praying on those on kids. Them. Like, what do you mean? He was going to the high school. He was sending limos to McDonald's and shit to pick up, you know, girls. That yeah, shit. be like, yeah. <laughs> Yes, like that shit is fucked up. And for y'all to have known that he was having these types of parties and shit in y'all's community, in y'all's neighborhood and whatnot, and was preying on these people in y'all's community, why didn't y'all do anything? Did y'all think that his celebrity made him untouchable? Like, did y'all... That's crazy to me. That is crazy. And I think a lot of times they like... And it's sad because I know the world has it out for the black man. Mm. I do. But that does not mean that we just disregard mm-hmm. all the shit that they do. Right. Like, that don't mean you get a pass just because like, you black and like the world is against you. we want to protect them so much that we're willing to look the other way when we know his mm-hmm. ass is taking advantage of our young girls. Right. And it's easy for people to say this shit until it's their daughter, mm-hmm. it's their sister, it's their niece in that situation. Yeah. And it's not about being fast. If you think about where you were at 14, like I was boy crazy at 14. You going through puberty. B2K could have been a neighborhood in a, in a limousine and I'm going to be swerved up too. I'll be like, hey, y'all. Right, like, yes. Not thinking that they would want anything from me other than like, oh, it's a fan. Like, mm-hmm. especially if I'm music, like if I'm talented. Right. Um, with, with music and I want a chance and somebody's selling me a pipe dream, like, and I'm in poverty or, you know, mm-hmm. my mama's struggling, my daddy's struggling, like, and I need a, I want a chance. Like, right. I'm going to, I'm going to jump on that. I'm going to try to get that opportunity. Yes. Not even thinking of it as like, what I'm going to have to do yeah. sexual advances to get it. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. at least that's not how I was raised. I wouldn't have thought about it like that. You know what I mean? But right. if somebody's flirting with you, making you feel special, like it's, it's a grooming type yeah. of thing. He knew exactly what he was doing. Yes. He knew exactly what he was doing. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you can't put all all this blame on the victims. You can't put the, the no, blame on these you young can't, girls. To me, you can't put like, any on the victims. No. Like, because they were they were were going through puberty. You know what I'm saying? What right. the fuck? That's what you do when you go through puberty. You want to fuck. Like it's just <laughs> the facts. Or you just like you know, you, know, you get infatuated with yes. somebody. Yes. Like, Cele- yeah, with the celebrities. You hear me? Facts. He didn't have 12 play for a reason. Like, Facts. That nigga had, knew how to, he couldn't, maybe didn't know how to read, but the baby could talk. Mm-hmm. You know, he could see. Yes. And if he can get you 30 plus women all wound up, you think a 14 year old girl mm-hmm. isn't going to be googly eyed over him? Like, right. Mm-hmm. Especially if one wasn't even checking for him like that. And then all of a sudden, 
he pops into their world and are you saying the right things? He's right. nice. And, you know, you're not going to be immediately alarmed. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think it's like for sure that he would not have done all the things that he would have done if it wasn't for his circle. Oh, absolutely. They you know did so I mean? much to protect just, him they and did to enable so it. So much. And it was just like, he can't, I, uh, all the blame. About 95, 90% of the blame is his. Mm-hmm. The other I give to the people, his enablers. Yeah. And I get it. Like, you see the money and the money is good and all that. But again, all money ain't good money. Mm-hmm. And if you believe in the man upstairs, you're going to have to account for all of that. Absolutely. Like, Absolutely. I just don't know how you can... Just let shit go by and be let complicit in bullshit. And I know mm-hmm. you have daughters. I know you have sisters and you know you wouldn't want them in that situation especially being in a studio and you mm. got bitches in every room right a bucket in the corner to pee mm-hmm. they gotta ask permission to eat right you know like and like hockey because you know when they went when the on um, what was it the last part where the girl was going through the house and like showing all the different rooms uh-huh. it had locks on the outside of the doors yes. like Yes. With keys, bitch. Like, what the fuck? Yes. That yes. shit is scary. Scary. You hear me? Scary. Mm-mm. Scary. I couldn't even imagine. Mm-mm. Couldn't even imagine. No. I could. It did a I lot to me. Like, it really did. It, it did. did a lot to me because, like, I'm, I have family members that went through that type of treatment from somebody that wasn't even famous. They didn't have no money or nothing. Uh-huh. <laughs> really high key wasn't shit. You know what I'm saying? But if right. they could go get manipulated and be put through, you know, situations like that, I could only imagine how many people would fall for a person like that who has status, you know, and has exactly. money. You know, it's mm-hmm. easy to to influence people like that because you have you already have the influence from your music, you know, right. and then you have the access, I mean, access and ability to give them the things that they don't have. You know what I mean? Clothes, shoes, food, right. you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Just, just putting girls on the plane just fly out to to Chicago or right. fly out here and like. You was taking advantage of them, and you yeah, know you were taking absolutely. advantage of them. Absolutely. And everybody who was working with them know that he was taking advantage, and y'all was taking advantage of it too for y'all's check. So don't mm-hmm. get it like twisted. And everybody yeah. caping for him. It's like y'all was being y'all was the victims. Y'all victims too because y'all was so enamored with his fame and his mm-hmm. music that y'all totally disregarded the fact that he's impacting people's lives you know what i'm saying right. he's negatively affecting people's lives and y'all's community subsequently community. you know so is it possible to separate like the music from their personal lives i feel like it just goes hand in hand mm-hmm. like i know he made his and a lot of my friends are like you know i'm still gonna listen to his music but i just don't agree with what but i just feel like mm-hmm. in a way i feel like I don't know. Y'all no. still put money in his pocket, but I guess if he still got the CD, it don't matter. No. Like, but it no. just to me, it's like I can't listen to his music and not think about those women. Right. Like, I just cannot. I just can't do it. Like, and even like because in the documentary they talked about how like he put the stuff that was going on with different people in the music. 
I can't listen to that. Like, you know what I'm saying? I can't listen mm-hmm. to the fact that he might have been talking about a 14, 15, 16-year-old girl while he made this song. I'm not trying to think like that. You know right. what I mean? So it's like, no, it's especially in situations like this. Now, I mean, when it comes to anything else, cool. Like, you know, like, because it's, well, not anything, but you know what I mean? When it comes to your, you keeping your private life private, that's one thing. But when you doing this type of stuff in your private life, when you hurting and oppressing people and making them feel like worse than the rest of the world is already making us feel. And it's your very motherfucking own. And it's the youth at that. Like, bitch, what? I can't say, ain't nobody separating that. And I, 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 not, I'm not even trying to be judgmental. You know what I'm saying? When I say what I'm getting ready to say. But the fact of the matter is, if you say, well, I'm still going to listen to the music or whatever, that is you signing up and saying that it's okay that he did this. You don't give a fuck that he did this. You know what I'm saying? Because you're like, well, it didn't happen to me. It didn't happen to none of mine. You know, they should have been. You What the fuck? So this is okay that this person you're it's okay to praise this person and he should be able to benefit financially off of off of you and your community right. while also raping your community at the same time and abusing mm-hmm. your community at the same time. So what makes him so different from these white people? You know what I'm saying? That you 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 hate so much or you be so mad at and just don't understand what makes it different. You know what I mean? Like, you have to ask yourself the tough questions. You know, you have to be able to say to yourself, okay, I like this music. It was a bop. But is it worth me sacrificing my morals and my ethics and setting that to the side? If this was my child, would I be okay with that? You know, if this was my sister, my niece, my cousin, would I be okay with that? And and you need to ask yourself those questions because if the answer is yes, you got some work that you need to do with you. You know what I'm saying? Uh Like you got some work, but it's like like you can't. There's no way to separate. It is. It was so easy for people to cancel Kanye. You know what I'm saying? So So easy easy for him to for people to cancel Kanye for wearing a MAGA hat hat and talking to to Donald Trump. But you can't motherfucking cancel R. Kelly, who has has a track record of abusing. I can see. I can see if it was like two girls, and we were like, but it's like so. Yes. And he had a whole sex tape. Yes. Even even uh, my boyfriend said when he he when he was a kid when he was a lot younger he had seen it. Mm-hmm. He was like, and he was like, and looking back, like when you look at the development of a woman, you could tell that that was a child. Yes, you could tell that, that wasn't a grown woman. Like, yes. so it was like you can't say that wasn't that man. Like, right? Even no. when the proof is there, like it's just out there, like for you to see, and it's just not even enough. When like, they showed the pictures of the house. And you see the pictures of that room. What it was it? The Colorado room. Uh-huh. I, it, I immediately knew that that was that motherfucking room. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That is that motherfucking room. You cannot deny that. But mm-hmm. see, like they said on the on the um the the documentary, the because the family of the girl and the girl herself, because she did not testify. Because mm-hmm. they did not testify, and they didn't have no her. case. They didn't have a case. And it's so fucked up. She, They didn't see anything wrong with it. You know what I mean? And the only family member was Sparkle. Sparkle. But then when the brother got on and was like, that's not my niece. Yeah, like, yeah. They just threw it all out. 
Mm-hmm. It like, made her seem not like like she's not credible. Well, we can't say right. that because the people don't even want to like you know you do the mm-hmm. you y'all was the cause of that yeah. you know him not being charged or anything you know it sucks it really does it, it sucks really does. and it's sad it you is. know and- it's just sad that people just I mean. He had good music, but it ain't that damn good. Oh, no. Ain't no no music that that. good in the world. And I think there's a lot of things that I can, like, okay, they can get help, like, for that. Like, Mm. you know, like, even when the Chris Brown situation and the DV, Mm. I was very, very disappointed because it wasn't like, he, he beat Rihanna's ass. Like, he really beat her down. But it was like, even though I was disappointed I didn't listen to his music for a while, mm-hmm. I was like, with the right help and he admitting that he had a problem, like, I'm like, we could probably move past this. Like, even though he was still in the media a lot for, like, a lot of his, like, behave- violent behaviors and aggression and stuff like that, mm-hmm. I just thought, like, maybe it's something that we can probably move past. But how do you move? Like, I just, with this situation, I can't... There's no way I, of moving there's past There's no this. way. No. I can't move past somebody who sexually abuses children Mm -hmm. like because they're they're a child 14 years old you're a child Mm -hmm. you're a child and i just i can't get past it and i don't see how other people are and maybe because they don't have a 14 year old girl Mm -hmm. and maybe once they do they will see, but it's like it's sad that it even has to be that that, yeah it has to even go that far yeah i just Mm-mm. Um, Michael, any thoughts? Like, I, I mm. can't just ramble. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, girl. no, let me, let me. Um, no, I'm just really listening again and like taking it all in because a lot of the stuff that y'all said, I absolutely agree with. Um, what it just pisses, what pisses me off, and I guess uh, more so hurts me, is that when you see like on social media or even if you're talking to someone on the phone about this, um this uh, topic, it's like people just, they just refuse, absolutely refuse to see Robert as the predator that he is. Mm -hmm. And they want to sit up here and like you all said, you know, blame the victims. Oh, these fast tail girls and oh, what were the parents doing? It's like all, all of that. Like my thing is, and like you all said, like, why does that even matter? Like that doesn't even take away the fact that he did those things, like a, a, a you know a young girl being fast, which is a term that I absolutely hate mm-hmm. as a description for a young African American um, uh, woman. Like that, and that just that just kills me. But then, like trying to involve parenting in it, like there are parents today who take good care of their children mm-hmm. and teach them right from wrong, and things still happen to their yes, kids. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Right. And I'm just like, I'm literally in conversation listening to people. And I'm just like, to to not get frustrated with them, I'm just, you know, you just listen. And in your mind, you be like, you just, you just so fucking dumb. Like, you know, like, and it's sad because I'm just like, I would even try to explain the point of like why, you know, bringing up parenting and, you know, trying to accuse girls of not, of, uh, not being victims. Like, it, mm-hmm. it's just, it's, you know, they're grown men yes. who are right. basically saying that these um, girls wanted it mm-hmm. you know, um, there are no victims and stuff like that and I'm, I'm, I'm like how in the fuck are you this grown yeah and you are literally sitting up here saying that 
it, the, it's, the child is responsible because she was fat, quote unquote, fast. Right. Yes. That's a grown ass man. And there yeah. are other grown ass men. Like, if I don't care if the girl came on to him or not. Like as a grown individual, you have the you have the mind mm -hmm. to make a decision to say whether or not you're gonna do this or not. Mm -hmm. And there are grown men every day, all day, who probably get um approached and they know better to be like, you know, oh whoa, chill out with that. Like, no. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like mm -hmm. instead of being like, okay, cause she said, okay, I'm gonna right. do it. Dummy, like, what the what the hell? And it, it's just it's irritating to know that a lot of people who within our community would rather, you know, blame children and blame the victims. parents in, right. instead of like really holding Robert accountable for what he did. Like yeah. it's, and victim it's, it's like it's victim blaming and it's, it's blaming. so irritating and it's annoying. And then another part that I hope we could talk about um, as well within the black community, because uh, I saw this on like, um, you know, social media, and just seeing different comments from people. And a lot of people, I don't know why this was brought up, but it's it's facts. So a lot of people were saying, you know, they were okay with uh, Robert doing those things just as long as it wasn't to, you know, little boys or if he wasn't gay or something like Bye. that. Bye. What? Yes, yes. Oh it's so, and it's, just, and it's, it's sad oh because... It, it, it just does so many things. One is complete disregard for black women. And black right, women. yes. Go through this. And then two, uh, it's showing how very homophobic the black community uh, still absolutely, is. Absolutely, absolutely. And so it's mm. just like, y'all, oh my God. That just made me like what? sick. That, that just, just gave me chills. Like, what? But if you watch the documentary, you see that one of the girls used to be yes. very, um more feminine yes. and it's like she got a little bit more tomboyish and apparently he had turned her out like mm -hmm. he had made her I forgot what they called it yeah he called, they called her something like that was his man boy yeah or yeah like, yeah and so it's like well had I mean has he touched on boys and nobody is just coming for it because right. we know not a lot of a lot of young men come for mm -hmm. when they've been sexually abused like maybe they didn't so even think I of it as being so sexually ignorant. abused that is so ignorant it makes me so sad for our community right it. yes that, that we got people who really think of think like that like oh yes right. oh yes they i um, mean i'm not surprised but i'm just really sad it just makes me sad like mm -hmm. Yeah, we, not, really we definitely is. have a, a, a lot of work to do. I mean, literally, like one of the comments from some guy, I don't remember his name, but I definitely read that comment basically saying it was okay uh, for him. Um, basically said fucking a young female is better than being gay. Wow. So I just cannot. I can't. Like, are we really this lost? Like, you know what I'm saying? That's that's what it makes me question. Are we really this lost to where we do not value the lives of our own youth? You know what I'm saying? And not even just the youth, because it's the women as well. The grown right. women, you know? Absolutely. They were Absolutely. impacted just like the, the, the young girls were. Like, you know, you just totally disregard them. What if that was your mother? Right. You know what I'm saying? So why do you think that is? Like, that brings me to the next question. Why do you think so many people disregard the lives of Black women? Like, and sometimes it seems like, especially Black men, but I think in this case, a lot of our Kelly supporters, like, um, 
we're still a lot of black women. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I don't, I just don't get it. I don't understand. I don't. That that's that is some a really good question that we would want to try to ask a psychologist or something. Yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? Somebody else on the show. Huh? Mm-hmm. Because I mean, I it really makes me I what it makes me think about is like the fact like the music that we listen to and the yeah. fact that we listen to so much shit that calling us bitches and niggas and hoes right. and like all of that stuff you know what i'm saying that maybe yeah. it's like feet like bleeding into our mentality or our psychology to where we like okay well that's the image that people have of us so you know subconsciously we believe in it you know what i'm saying i don't know like maybe maybe you don't see the value in it because you don't see your own worth you know Mm -hmm. and so you don't feel like it's even worth protecting it you know maybe maybe that's what it is maybe like it's kind of like i i would like to akin it to a person whose parents leave them land you know, or leave them a house or something like you don't see the value. You may not see the value in it because you 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 don't know what it, the connection is. You know what I'm saying? Maybe you don't mm-hmm. be you don't see the connection. You don't see the worth that that we are, you know, and that our children are. And so you just are letting shit slide. You know what I mean? Because it, it goes along with the shit that you like. You like the music. You like the entertainment factor. You like that he gets you going and makes you feel happy and not, you don't have to focus on whatever's happening in the mundane, your mundane schedule or whatever. Like, you know what I mean? Maybe right. that plays a part into it or whatever. But I can't ultimately say, cause I mean, I, that's a lot. Like, you know what I mean? That's a lot to, to look at, but it needs to be dissected. And it Absolutely. needs to be discussed because it the, the just the amount of people that's caping, like you know, and right. just trying to make it's excuses. Like our community, I think that's where my focus. Is. Yes, it's not even, we know how, like the history of like white folks and what they think of black people is. So I don't mm-hmm. really not surprised if they feel some one way about it or whatever. But it's really just coming from the black men and the black women, especially like. As black men, as black women, I feel like we cape so hard for our men, like, mm-hmm. um, and we want to protect them, and we always have their back, and you know, we're advocating for them. Mm-hmm. But I, I feel like this one time where we need them to, one of many times we need them to advocate for us and, yeah. and have our backs. It's like, well, stop. Why are y'all being so fast? Right. Like, but see, I we, think that's what he was doing, and. I, I think really it do it does also play into like that hi- hyper masculinity and stuff like that too because it's like you know mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of black men have this mentality of like all oh, them bitches them bitches them bitches like you know what I'm saying and it's just like mm-hmm. very degrading and 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 negative and I'm not even I'm not gonna say that it's all of us because it's not you know right. and it's clear right. it's not all of us but it is a very overwhelming amount of of black men who have that mentality who do not see the value in not only themselves but right. in their the black women you know who who created them because you came from a black woman you know right. what I'm saying you came from a black woman you have aunties and uncles I mean, aunties and uncles aunties and grandmas you know and sisters and stuff and you don't see the value 
of them. Like, you know what I'm saying? Or you can see the value of them, but you can't see the value of other black women. I don't understand it. I don't know what the psychology is behind that. And that is really worth being investigated. Somebody should take that on. You know what I'm saying? And, and, And try to investigate that. But it has always grinded my gears that, you know, black men do that and to a, 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 a greater extent a lot of black women do it too you know what I'm saying to each other and I don't know where that came from like I don't know if it's like something like mentality wise that was that that stems from slavery you know what I'm saying I'm sure it probably right. does in some type of way you know but it's just like it's like what it makes me feel it's like it's spiritual and psychological uh, a spiritual and psychological echo you know, side effects from what happened in the past, you know, oh, well, you didn't protect me when I needed you most, you know, during slavery or during Jim Crow or whatever. And so now I don't see your value. You know what I mean? And and you don't see my value. We don't see each other's value. We don't see eye to eye. We're not protecting each other no more because we lost trust. We lost faith. We lost, like I, Maybe it's that. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. But like I said, it, it is definitely worth investigating because it makes me so disappointed to see right. that so many like people do not value us. And our women, you know, and our young girls and our children. Like, it it makes me so disappointed because it's like you have so many opportunities to step up and protect them and change the narrative and change the way of thinking and change the way of being. You have so many opportunities. And yet constantly we're bombarded with this, with the protection of the bullshit. You know, with excuses about why the bullshit takes place, you know, or, well, if if this wouldn't have happened, then it wouldn't be a problem in the first place. Fuck that. Stop making excuses and have the conversation and ask the questions and really think about why you think that that's okay. Why do you think that it's okay to just totally disregard black women and black children and black men? Like, why do you think that it's okay? Right. Absolutely. I'm sorry. I know that was a lot. I just got really passionate. No, that was good. No. Like, I'm sorry. That's perfect. That's good. It's just, it's like, so frustrating. I mean, oh, it's a lot. That's um, a lot, for sure. Um, I just, I definitely, you know, believe and see that Black women are the most, you know, disrespectful. Affected and you know unprotected uh, population period. Um, a lot of that uh, over time, and a lot of that coming from just different you know racist stereotypes and you know uh, narratives about black women that you know position them as being too loud, too strong, and to all these things. But it's one thing, and I want to um, bring this uh, into the conversation to like make a very critical point. I don't know if you are, and I'm sure you for people who are listening in, you may have seen this video, but did y'all see that video of that? I think they were at McDonald's, that uh, white man that's- Yes, yes, I did. So so here we go. And how nobody Mm. stepped in. Exactly, so my thing is this, when we sit up here and say black women are, you know, too too strong, too loud, too all of these things, we we never sit up here and and think about like, what does, what, do our black women have to go through mm-hmm. to be that way? Mm-hmm. And in that video, I saw 
and I know there were other black men present in that mm-hmm. video. And instead of them trying to hold him back mm-hmm. from her, they were trying to like hold her back. Mm-hmm. She was holding her own, and you know she she yes. definitely bought this ass. Yes, yes, she yes. did. But then the other part about this too is that. And what pissed me off was how comfortable he was with snatching her. Yes. He's so comfortable. Like it was business as usual. Mm-hmm. And she, you know, responded and whooped his ass. But the thing is, like, <laughs> these are things we have to really think about because yes. it's like it all impacts. Really, it all interlocked it. It's it's inter, it interlocks mm-hmm. with how we understand each other and our community. And how you know for many many reasons because in that moment like there should, it should it, it should have been a different narrative like to me like again I'm not necessarily an advocate of violence but at the same time if you put your hands on me I'm definitely gonna clear up the situation right Absolutely. I mean that's done deal I done deal I done done it like for real <laughs> so like you know just seeing her have to go into that mode and again I understand you know you know you're in survivor mode so you're gonna do what you need to do but it was mm-hmm. like I I feel like she didn't have any type of protection Mm not real protection you know what i mean right and i feel like that feeds into like ideas that we have about each other in the community Mm -hmm. and how like against like black women are just not like protected and just not you know respected and everything like that and that all falls into like like i said racist stereotypes and things like that that should be unpacked Mm -hmm. and so that people can have a better understanding of why they hold the you know the thoughts and feelings Mm -hmm. they have regarding black women and girls and things like that. And um, to really just change that, because this whole situation, going back to uh, R. Kelly, and how a lot of people within the black community, even black women are supporting him, and you know, basically saying, oh, those girls you know, were fast, and all this other type of stuff. It's like, no, children can be whatever they are, but that still doesn't make the decision of an adult to engage with them okay. Uh-huh. Like, it just doesn't. And it's like people are putting all this out here to to kind of to me like create a distraction, right. so oh, that yeah. you know you know the accountability doesn't have to be put on Robert and mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. he's a grown ass man. So you know, despite the things that happened to him coming up, I understand. But at this point, like you know, like you have to because these types of situations happen all the time. Yeah. Like the all profile the time. is just yeah. different because of who he is, but like. There are people within families who are going through this and they oh, are yeah. silenced and they are in pain mm-hmm. and they can't even speak out about it because of the shame and things associated with that. And it's 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 fucked up. It yeah. is. It's so Thank you for up. saying that because it definitely makes me think of like I think so many people are like, Okay, we talk about R. Kelly, but what about X, Y, and Z? Mm-hmm. We need to talk about all of it. Yes. Like, and this definitely brought up like a real conversation that we need to have. Like, mm-hmm. why are we just, especially when we think about our family structures, like, and everybody has or knows someone in their family who is known for maybe not being the most appropriate with mm-hmm. kids. Mm-hmm. And it's always just like, oh, well, just don't leave your kids with him. Why do we say that instead of just ostracizing that issue. individual? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I don't get. I don't get it. That, I'm like uh, in a situation uh, now where it's a family member, and I don't even want. They're not even gonna lay eyes on my daughter. Mm-hmm, like it's mm-hmm. not going down. Like, but it's like we gotta tiptoe around it instead of calling it for what it is. Mm-hmm. It. I think that goes back to that whole. Uh, 
blood is thicker than water thing. You know, you got to yeah. try that loyalty. Black people, we really, I'm just going to say it. We have a loyalty problem. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a difference between, like, loyalty and, like, uh community or unity right. you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. because when you when it comes to unity and community you're gonna hold your own accountable you're gonna say oh look yeah. you got some yeah. issues that you need to work through you got you a little fucked up right now we're gonna put you to the side and we're gonna help you get through this because what you did what you do what you're doing is wrong and that's not okay we're gonna get you the help that you need and we're gonna put you we're gonna get you back on track you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. but this loyalty shit is oh let's sweep the shit under the rug it never happened that didn't happen that didn't happen do not ever you know what I'm saying do not Mm. ever tell me that something that actually happened didn't happen do not do that because that deals that that impacts some a person's psychology that impacts their self esteem their spirit you know what I'm saying you're telling me that something that really happened and that negatively impacted me high key traumatized me you know mm-hmm. and now I have this baggage you're telling me it didn't happen why just to protect this person why mm-hmm. why are you protecting them you know what I'm saying instead mm-hmm. of holding them accountable and saying look you did this shit this is what it is you need to own that shit you need to work unpack it work through it get through like whatever you need right. to hold why is that a problem like you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. I don't feel like that that's a, th- a-, a problem I feel like right. that is something that needs to be done you need to be you need to hold people accountable for the shit that they do because that's how growth happens you know when you don't do that you and you ignore it shit festers it gets worse Uh it becomes a problem people are dealing with issues and the best way that they can and then people are not going to therapy and working through like you know what i'm saying it's negatively impacting um people's psyche their mentality their their yeah. spirit oh yeah it is it, it makes me think of um i love green leaf y'all mm-hmm. and so that makes me definitely think of green leaf because that was like a issue in their in their in, in the storyline is mm-hmm. that you know they had an uncle who molested one of the daughters for years mm-hmm. for years mm-hmm. and she ended up committing suicide mm-hmm. and the mama still couldn't believe it and it was just like a thing, even though the the dot the other the sibling mm-hmm. was like dead ass, like his, he ain't shit. Mm-hmm. Like he did this to her. This is why she committed suicide. Like we tried to tell you, you didn't want to listen. Like right. I did it, your brother. But at the end of the day, like at what point does the youth come first and your mm-hmm. kids come first? Like. Why do you think we would lie? Your child would lie about this, right? And it's these images too. Like I really just don't know. I don't know. Honestly, okay. I believe. Just sitting here and thinking about it, I, I I believe. My opinion is that what slavery did for the black community was robbed us of our love. I really believe that it robbed us of our love and it traded it for lust. 
I think that that may have maybe a thing because if mm-hmm. you think about when they ripped us from our families, when they tore our families apart and killed certain individuals and stuff, that removed a lot of the love. Like you know what I'm saying? Right. And then they made us have sex with each other. You know what I mean? To breed. Right. It was all about breeding, right. breeding, breeding. You know. And so it's like maybe that impact or that 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 uh, that uh, truth. You know what I'm right. saying? Actually, is the impact that is causing these residual effects within our psyche, and we don't know about it because the trauma has never been talked about. It's never been dealt with, you know. Right. And so now maybe we are just experiencing the trickle down effect of that. You know, maybe that's mm-hmm. where it comes from. And then, well, yeah, because we don't want to be separated from our from our loved ones, because we don't want them to, you know, have to fend for themselves. We try to protect them, but we protect them in the wrong way. We don't right. hold them accountable. Mm-hmm. We don't make sure that they work through their shit. We don't make sure that they get the help that they deserve and that they need so that mm-hmm. everybody is protected. We're hurting right. them by not giving them that not not holding them accountable you know what i'm saying maybe that's what it is that we're dealing with but it takes us acknowledging the fact that it actually exists because we all know that it fucking does it takes acknowledging the fact that it actually exists and then getting the help that it needs and working through it as a family as a community because that's how strength comes comes about and then standing up and saying we're gonna protect one another so if some shit is happening say something do right. something because it needs to be done. Like not because oh some savior should come and save us and fix everything and make it make the world a better place. No, bitch, you have to be the savior. You have to make the world a better place. You have to hold people accountable, whether it be your family, your friends, the your coworkers. It don't fucking matter. You gotta hold right. everybody accountable and make sure that they're doing what they're supposed to do the way that they're supposed to do it, and they're working through their shit. And yours is protected, and theirs is protected. Every Everybody gotta be protected, goddamn. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? That's how I feel. Yeah. That's my opinion about it. I recently watched um Ayana, she was speaking on the whole I Kelly situation. Mm-hmm. And apparently, like he and his camp reached out to her for help mm-hmm. over the summer, but she couldn't help him. Like, mm-hmm. because he it was something about he didn't have a goal in mind and he still couldn't even admit that he had a problem. Mm -hmm. And so it would just be pointless. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I think that plays a huge part too. Like if you're confronting, at least confronting these people in your family and you're saying, I know you're doing X, Y, and Z Mm -hmm. and they can't even admit that they have a problem. Right. It's like at that point you realize like this is their own journey, mm-hmm. but you still have to do what you need to do to protect the kids in your family. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's just It's just like drugs. Know, it's just like a drug, like, but it's like and I don't know if it was like the history behind it too, because we talk about slavery. I think about the color purple. Mm-hmm. And I've always heard of like white folks doing it like marrying young and young women and stuff like that but I mm-hmm. never knew black people used to do it until the color oh, purple yes. and until I got older and realized the storyline of a color purple mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. and the ages Whoopi was supposed to be in her sister and like mm-hmm. how you know he was this grown ass man you know what I mean and like mm-hmm. 
it just put a, a lot of things in. And I don't know if just like ge- generationally, we just kind of like excuse things, excuse mm-hmm. things. And when it wasn't socially acceptable mm-hmm. to marry someone of that age anymore, we still didn't check the mm-hmm. men for going after, you know what I mean? Because right. like mm-hmm. when, you, when you read up on like, people's thoughts and opinions of the whole R. Kelly situation mm-hmm. and myself included. I've had older men look in my way at 14 years old. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I can't help that I was well developed. Like, you know what I mean? I can't help that, right. but I would let you know that I was a child. Right. And what you did with that information is your business. Cause like, you was the adult. If you're, if you're saying, Oh, like, like I thought you, you know, but if you're still trying to holler, you're fucking sick. Mm-hmm. And that's what it comes down to. Right. You're, sick. you're sick. And you know it's inappropriate. Because like, even Ayana was like, I'm not going to even say right or wrong, but it's inappropriate. Mm-hmm. You know it's inappropriate. Like, it's just not okay. It's just not. Right. And I just, I think that more people outside of this whole R. Kelly situation, like, we have to speak up. Like, yes. this can't be things that we continue to you know, brush under the rug. Like, we have to have these conversations with our children, with these men, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. About what's okay and what's not okay. Facts. Facts. Right. The conversations need to be had all the way around. And it starts at home. It It starts starts at home. home. Like, if you... And I think, yeah. Like, because I want us to talk about, like, what we should do going to that, like... Mm -hmm. As a community, what can we do to move forward? Like, what can we do to kind of, like, bring attention to this and, like, prevent our young women and men from from being in situations like this if Mm -hmm. they can help it? Mm -hmm. And, like, having these conversations with the perpetrators, Mm -hmm. like, just all around, like, what can we do? We need to expose shit. You know, we need to expose shit. We need to talk about these things in our households. We need to make our kids. We we need to stop babying our children. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And thinking that we're doing them uh, 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 some type of service by keeping things away from them, by keeping them ignorant. No, you have to teach your children. You have to talk to them and say, if anything like this happens to you, if any, that is what is called inappropriate. And that nothing like that should be happening to you. It should not be happening to any of your friends. It should not be happening to your brother, your sister. Like, you know what I'm saying? You got a whole, Mm -hmm. you have to educate them because they're children and it is your duty it is your right. job to equip them with the tools and the skills and, and and whatnot that they need in order to be able to survive in this world it just makes me i'll go back to bird box sandra bullock was not about the bullshit when it came to the no. kids she said if you get the fuck out this boat you will fucking die <laughs> like you know what i'm saying you right. have to be real. real you have to be real yeah. i understand we like are they too young to know about that stuff that's very true but then what happens if if it happens to them and they too young what impact does that have you know what I'm saying and then they had no idea what it was you know and then you don't know oh, well maybe he learned that from school you don't maybe somebody was you you making up all these excuses when it should have been you you should have been teaching your children what it what what is supposed to go on and what's not supposed to go on what's inappropriate and what's appropriate that's the type of thing dynamics that we need that's the type of education that we have to give to our family 
families and we have to have the conversations. If you know, you know your children too. And if you don't know them, you need to get to know them. You know what I'm saying? Talk to your children and you need to get to know them. They need to know you inside and out. Like, you know what I mean? If it's got to build that trust, you do that trust. You do because that's the only way they're going to feel comfortable coming to you. Yes, like you know. Yes, because that you are their protector, you are their provider, you are their teacher, their their preacher. You are. It starts with you, so it definitely starts in the household, and then it it percolates throughout the community. Because mm-hmm. if I'm holding my family accountable, of course, with because I love you as my neighbor, you my brother, my sister, regardless, I'm gonna hold you accountable too. You know what I'm saying? We have to change the standard. It's like there's no standard right now, you know, within our community when it comes to a lot of things. And it's like we have to change that. And in order to do that, we have to expose things for what it is. It's going to be ugly at first, but we got to expose the shit and clean the shit up. It's just like we're we're roaches. You got to cut the fucking light on in order for you to see the motherfucking roaches and know where to spray. You know what I mean? Goddamn. It's fucked up. You know, and it's okay to admit this shit is fucked up, but we are acknowledging it and we're going to clean the shit up. You know what I'm saying? Right. That it has to be done. It has yeah. to. That's the first step, I believe. I agree. We got to end the generational curses and stop the ongoing trauma to, you know, our youth mm-hmm. because they are future, you know. Mm-hmm. And call these motherfuckers out for the folks that they are. And either they want to get help or they don't. But I'm not going to, you know, sit back and just let you live your life like you ain't doing shit wrong mm-hmm. at this point. Right. And I'm not caping for you. I'm not about to no. be your enabler. I'm not about to protect your be your 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 bullshit. I'm not gonna do it. Mm-hmm. No, because that's doing you a disservice. I'm crippling you and your growth. No, I'm gonna hold you a fucking accountable. I'm gonna say this shit is sick. You need right. to get help, or this shit is not right. You need to get help, and here's why. You know why. You know what I'm saying? But let me let me outline it for you so you know that this is not right. You know what I mean? Especially if it happened to you because you know right. what it did to you. So don't right. go around here doing that shit to other people. Do not. Especially mine. Uh-uh. Knowing that your child or something is experiencing the same thing but because you love your boyfriend and you can't live without a man and or X, Y, and Z and you just can't believe it. Like, I just feel like believe your kids. They're not gonna tell you no lies. Right. Like that's just ridiculous. Like right. and even if they are lying, why are they lying? What is what else is going on mm-hmm. to make them make up some type of lie like that? You know what I mean? Like right. if you really feel that they're lying. You know what I'm saying? And I just feel like a con- we have to be able to talk to them and trust each other and trust, you know, what they're saying and you know, just Cape for our kids at mm-hmm. the end of the day. That's the only people we should be caping for. Facts. I agree. Michael. I agree. I mean, I feel like we need to definitely have robust conversations with our kids. We need to be very communicative with them um, as far as, you know, in, in your household or your community, um, what would be you know, expectations around these types of situations Mm -hmm. so that children can be in the know and so that you can develop a stronger relationship with them. 
the worst thing a parent could face is having kids and they can't they can't communicate or they can't you know they don't feel like their kids will share things with them things that are like important for them to know in case a situation like that occurs mm-hmm. and so it's, it's just really important that we start to make it a you know a mandatory thing i mean everybody's household is different and i understand that everybody was not raised the same way and i, and I get all of that too so there are different levels of communication that, you know, happen or don't for that matter. Mm-hmm. But it, it, we definitely need to, you know, definitely have the open communication, definitely uh, push for stronger accountability mm-hmm. within our community and just really, you know, foster this sense of um, openness, this, uh, you know, dialogue and love. Like it, it just has to be that way. And we should not make people feel bad about what happens to them. That's right. another thing, too. Which is why when you have situations like this and other situations like you, um, you have people and the, the stupidest shit, like when people say, well, uh, well, I don't believe them because it took them too long to come forward. Well, damn. Well, the reason why they're struggling to come forward about things that happen to them because it's not a safe fucking space. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. It's not a safe space. Yes. And so they don't feel comfortable with even coming forward with what their experience has been right. based on the environment that they are in. So what can we do to ensure that those types of things don't happen? Right. To ensure that we are creating um, space for healthy dialogue and, you know, n- um, not judging and like really, you know, having an honest conversation in love um, to right. be better, to be better people, to be better to each other, to know how to love and support each other better from our kids to our uh, family members, to our friends and to our larger community. Like that's going to be very, very important. These types of things, um, shouldn't be happening, but we know that they do. Mm-hmm. And it's up to us to come up with, you know, the solutions to these types of challenges. And then, you know, going forward to also be continue to be open to what are, what I would say, what I would couch as like, uh, what are uh, like alternative possibilities mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. so that we can, you know, see, you know, you know, basically evaluation to know if it is this effective. Do we need to do something different? Because again, everybody is the same. Right. No one is going to learn the same, understand the same. So we should also be open to a myriad of possibilities mm-hmm. in the ways that we, you know, educate up, you know, and upbring our uh, kids and how we form our communities. Facts. Absolutely. Absolutely. Any other final thoughts? Um, I would say to continue to encourage holding one another accountable, holding ourselves accountable. Um, Stop pushing stuff under the rug because the rug is hiding too much shit. You know what I mean? And yes, there's a lot of hurt and a lot of pain and a lot of, of real, real fucked up shit that comes with just sweeping stuff under the rug and not talking about things and not acknowledging things. You have to acknowledge it's just, you can't, if somebody gets stabbed in their chest, you can't just say, oh, that didn't happen. You know what I'm saying? And then, and and think that everything is just going to go on. Okay. No, 
you have to acknowledge things just like you have to acknowledge that wound to the chest. You know what I'm saying? Right. You have to expose that and you have to call a thing a thing because if until that happens, it's going to continue. This type of stuff is going to continue to be perpetuated, you know, because there's nothing new under the sun. It, it just it happens that way. So mm -hmm. it is our duty. It's our job. It is our job and our duty to to acknowledge these things and have these conversations and start the healing process because it, like i said it, it's not it's not um it's not it's not a terrible it's not an unfixable thing you know what i mean right. and mm -hmm. yes it is a lot of a lot of shit to work through and it is very messy right now you know what i mean but it can yeah. be worked through and it will be worked through and it will be much better on the other side if you just peel off the band-aid you know what mm. i'm saying it's important it really is um but yeah that i mean that's what i would say just make sure to, to sit in your truths acknowledge your truths expose your truths and do the necessary work do the necessary educating of yourself and those around you those in your family you know what i mean you got to do it in order to make make it a better situation for us all you know right mm -hmm. i agree totally agree everything that you said perfect spot on mm. anybody else No. Just no. stop disregarding black women and girls. Yeah. Please. And please. our youth in general, you know. Mm -hmm. Let our voices be heard and let's just get that healing. Just yeah. let's heal. And I would say to um a last a last bit, start centering the narratives and experiences of black women and uh girls and start advocating more. Start believing more. I believe black women, period. So mm -hmm. just start developing that belief and understand that that's that's I mean, black women haven't stood us wrong yet and they won't. And I mean, they've been this immense support for our community. So why should we even be questioning them? Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Agree. Absolutely. Well, I just thank you guys so much for just diving into this conversation with me because it's really just been heavy on my heart these past um, couple weeks and I'm just glad we were able to really talk about it and I'm glad I got to kind of hear you guys' perspective on it and your viewpoints and we're so much alike and, and so it was just like mm. hearing myself mm -hmm. sometimes or I mean just, just the comfort of knowing like I'm not alone in how I feel you know what I mean like yes. mm. sometimes we do get so caught up in the social media that we're like not everybody can think this way. There's just no way that people can like, mm -hmm. you know, excuse this. And so it's nice just having those conversations with people who are like, no, this is some bullshit and we definitely need to, you know, mm -hmm. do X, Y, and Z to move forward. So I appreciate you guys. Yeah, yes. I appreciate y'all too. <laughs> appreciate everybody. All right. Well, moving right along mm -hmm. to our question and answer segment. We do have one question today. And our question from one of our listeners is, what is your deal breaker in a relationship? Mm. Michael, you I start. I think mine would be... Uh, <laughs> yeah, let, 
Well, Michael, you want to start? Go ahead, Michael. What's right, your so deal breaker? Since I'm the single one, let me, <laughs> right. um, let me kick it off. Let me kick it off. Uh, <laughs> um, so um, this is a really good question. Who sent this in? Uh, thank you for posing this. For me, um, I, I, I mean, I guess I'll answer it like, like uh, I guess a single deal breaker because to me there are multiple deal breakers it can't uh-huh. just be like this one thing but I think what's really really um important for me which would make me like ultimately reconsider or walk away from the relationship is if there is no communication or there doesn't want to if there's no initiative to communicate mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. about things it's just like how the hell are we supposed to you know, learn from and work with each other and like build and all these other yeah. types of things. If if your ass don't want to talk about nothing or if you never want to talk about issues that happen and things like that, it's just right. like, oh no, I don't want to talk about it. Oh, you don't want to talk about it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. Yeah, um, that's you know what I mean? Like, because that's just like, that means it, it doesn't, it goes on, on I don't want to say unchecked, but it just, it never gets discussed. Yeah. Like sweeping shit up on and so it's like, I can't continue to be, especially if it's something that I felt affected me and possibly affected my partner. And I wanted to be clear yeah. and wanted to you know, continue, have that conversation just so you won't be having those thoughts in your head. Like, mm. you know what, what if they're feeling this? Do they know how I feel about that? And all these other types of things. And so like communication is like mission critical mm-hmm. uh, to me for a relationship to continue and I mean, I feel like that determines the trajectory of that relationship, where it's going to go. Like you want to go things, not things, you want to go places with the person that you're in a relationship with, not just physically, but spiritually and all of these things. You want to advance right? and you don't want to be stagnant and can't move forward because, you know, there's no line of communication, you know. And so for me, like the communication piece is so, so, so important. And if I don't get, if I don't have communication or willingness to do that, then as much as it would hurt me, <laughs> mm. as much as it would hurt me, I would just have to let it go. Yeah. Yeah. Damn, that's real. Mm-hmm. For real. Mm. Um, I would say, I would say com- com- communication as well, but I would go a step further and say uh, receptibility too, or receptive, receptive. Activity? I don't know. Reciprocity? Uh-huh. No, not reciprocity. Is that it? No. You being able to receive shit too. Receive receivability. Receivability. There we go. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause I mean, I if I'm giving you, you know what I mean? If I'm giving you the love and I'm giving you the the growth or, or the things that I see that I are, and I believe could help you to grow and you aren't receptive of that, you know what I mean? Then Mm -hmm. that might be a deal breaker for me because then that means that you don't trust what I, you don't trust what, what I see. You don't trust my vision. You know what I mean? You don't trust you that what I care about matters to you know to you it doesn't matter to you and that that is a huge problem to me like of course we can ca- talk all day and all night but right. if you just pacifying me you know what i'm saying okay i do it oh, okay yeah yeah whatever just so i can stop talking you and but not doing none of the work then it's it defeats the whole purpose 
You know right. what I'm saying? So you have to be able to receive what it is that I'm saying, you know, so that we can actually start doing this work or whatever, you know, or we can actually make shit happen the way that it is supposed to happen and we can continue to grow and develop. You know, it it's a lot of people I know that will talk to their significant others, but, you know, they just think that what they're saying to them is lip service. You know what I mean? Right. And mm-hmm. it's like, so you're not even, you heard them, but you're not taking it in. It's like right. you just throwing the seeds on the ground instead of planting them. And that's mm-hmm. like a waste. You don't respect me. You don't love me enough to actually plant those seeds to so that something beautiful can grow. And mm-hmm. I should be receptive too, because you, again, got to hold yourself accountable and self-reflect too. If yes. you're not receptive of what your significant other is saying, if your significant other keep coming to you about the same shit over and over and over and over that you keep doing and how it makes them mad, then you need to question yourself. Okay. Is this something that I do? You know, is it negatively impacting them? Is Does it negatively impact other people? You know what I'm saying? I need to, is this something that I need to work on? Is this a flaw of mine that I need to work through and, and learn how to navigate from? You know, because that, that, that is, that's a thing. You know what I mean? Like mm. that you have to, you have to hold yourself accountable too. Just like you expect other people to hold themselves accountable because you you can have just as many issues in 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 fault as the next person you know or the other the person other person in a relationship nobody is perfect so if somebody comes to you and they saying okay well you know you don't listen to me when i talk to you or you don't give me the benefit of the doubt or you um attack me in this manner of ways all these manner of ways like that you have to take that in you have to be able to say okay Am I doing these things? Am I not doing these things? Like, how am am I coming off to the other person? You have to do your own work because it's a relationship. It's a two a, a, a two person thing, you know. And you're meeting in the middle. I'm not saying that you have to change yourself, but you do have to be receptive of what the person is saying. You can't just blow everything off and not do no work because you think you perfect or you think you don't have no fault or nothing right. like that. That is a definite deal breaker for me. Ooh. I'm sorry, you know. I mean, I no, just, that was good. I just that be passionate. Good. Good. <laughs> I think y'all answered it. Y'all both answered. It. <laughs> that was good. It, but y'all make me feel like, damn. Like I think I should have like. But I think everybody's deal breakers are different. I think I'm a lot more patient. Like mm-hmm. probably more than I should be. But um, I don't know. I think that's a part of like my strengths like I am a developer so I like see the good in people and the growth in people and like Mm -hmm. I hope they can get there but at some point I mean like you guys said like if they're not even trying or recognizing like you know like Mm -hmm. what they need to do to let's build something strong then it's like I can't keep just telling you about the same shit and it's you know ain't nothing changing so right yes like at one point you have to just kind of walk away you do because you you end up doing yourself a disservice in them too like Mm -hmm. if you if you notice that your significant other is closed and not receptive of anything that you say and not or 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 
what your beliefs are or anything. You have to let that shit go and move on to the next. And the same with you. If a person, your significant other notices that you're not receptive and you ain't trying to grow and move forward, you can't feel no type of way that they move on to the next. You know what I'm saying? You can't feel bad because we, that's what a a romantic relationship is all about. I'm choosing you to go along this journey, on this journey called life with me. Which means we gotta move, we gotta grow, we right. gotta go get through the things, we gotta get through the obstacles and overcome the the pain and the fear and whatever it is that comes, you know. And either you willing to do that with me and grow and become what it is that I need in you, and you me become what I whatever it is that you need in me. Um, if, if you're not willing to to go through that with me, then bitch, we just playing games. We playing house and the hoe ain't got time for playing house. You know what I'm saying? Ain't nobody got time to be playhouse Mm -hmm. in 2019, bitch. This is not 1991, girl. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's not. It's really not. Mm -mm. No. So, like, you really have to do that work. That's what makes makes or breaks a relationship is Mm -hmm. being able to communicate effectively and then being receptive of the whatever is being discussed and doing the fucking work. Listen, because attraction is attraction alone is not nearly enough. Oh, no, no. Mm No, not even close. But it's like, it don't like some people think like, oh, we attract to each other. Oh, we have good sex. Right. And all that stuff is, you know, great, nice. But that's where the butt stops. Mm -hmm. Because beauty fades, honey. Mm -hmm. It does, and it will. And so, like, you know, except for black people, because, you know, we don't really age. But Mm -hmm. as long as you drink water and moisturize. Right. As long as you you stay away from crack. Mm -hmm. But, you know, like, if you don't have, if you don't have, like, the communication, if you're not receptive, if you're unwilling to be open and you don't want to you know take these opportunities with your partner why are y'all together Mm -hmm. like y'all can be y'all can just be friends like but y'all really go for friends with benefits Mm -hmm. right and so don't waste your time don't waste the other person's time and you know if you're wanting a meaningful relationship and you can't find that with your current partner like have that conversation and decide what's the next step for you all whether y'all gonna work through it y'all you know work it out you know see it through or whatever or are you all gonna you know part ways and wish each other well and continue to live your life and let someone else who understands and is you know understands your worth and vice versa to your life and that you can grow and move with them right facts facts on facts on facts facts on facts on facts Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you guys so much for your input. Input. <laughs> your input. And please just send us some more questions at wokenbrokepodcast at gmail.com. We got all your relationship advice. We got everything you need. Facts. <laughs> I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> Well, let's move right on to our final segment of the show, which is a word from our ancestors. Michael, what you got today? So the quote that I have today, uh, given the topic and everything else we've discussed, I feel like it touches upon uh, healing. And so um, this the quote is by Leonard Nimoy. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, but this um, he's not black, but 
he um was the um I don't know if you all like watched Star Trek, but like in its original um you know, in the original one, like he played the character Spock. Mm-hmm. And so this is the quote. It says, I'm touched by the idea that when we do things that are useful and helpful, collecting these shards of spirituality, that we may be helping to bring about a healing. Mm. So mm. I, I really feel like that like touches across what we've talked about in terms of like community dynamics, uh, the situation with R. Kelly and these black uh, girls and women and how, you know, we need to do better by the most vulnerable population within our uh, community. So being like intentional about that. And it is, I feel like for black people, especially it is a uh, spiritual thing, whether you, you know, believe in, you know, Jesus Christ or not, or who, whatever you follow, mm-hmm. it is a very, I feel like it's deep spiritual work yes. for us. Yes, so, absolutely. You know, take that trip to be on this this spiritual journey to begin to really transform and like really change the narrative around a lot of the things that we see in our community and, lot, and some of the things that we believe in not all of us but a lot of us believe in some of these things and it's not true right and so we shouldn't uphold these things just because we view a, a, a person's status or their um, platform is whatever, however we view it as valuable. We have to first prioritize our communities. Yes. And that's going to mm-hmm. really take some intentional, deep spiritual work, a lot of unpacking of traumas, all of these types of things. So therapy is an essential, you know, tool, uh, useful tool here. Mm-hmm. And so I, I really think this um, quote resonates because we, we all want to heal. We all go through things, things that, that happen in our lives and we want answers and we want to be better. And so I think it takes the collective uh, action to be able to do that because not one person can just heal on their own. Like, yes, we are responsible for our, our happiness and our healing, but we need to do that in community yes. so that we all can heal and so they can, can touch across all facets of our communities. Yes, agreed. Yes, so, absolutely. Yeah. That was good. Mm-hmm. That was. <laughs> with the word. With the word. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, let's go wrap up the episode for today. I hope you guys have an amazing week and we will talk to y'all next week. All right. Bye. Bye. Hey guys, thanks for listening to this week's episode of Woken Broke. If you like what you've heard so far, do us a favor and share this week's episode with your friends. Then subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes and SoundCloud so we know it's real. If you want to learn more about us in the show, find us on Instagram and Facebook at Woken Broke Podcast and on Twitter at Woken Broke Pod. Talk to you next week. <laughs>